Hello, my name is Tommy C. I'm a new young mom and this podcast is about my journey into motherhood. Thank you so much for intending to listen. Welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial Mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> As in I don't even know where to start. Now wah Nariwa, I know. If if right now they are listening to this podcast, you're like, you this girl, where have you been? What's going on? Why why did you start if you if you are not going to be consistent? I'm sorry. See that's the best I can do. It might be no if I know how to say sorry in other languages, I'll say it. Cause man I've been very inconsistent. But I sincerely apologize, guys. I have been through everything. <laughs> I have been through everything like I think I'll I'll title this podcast Life Comes At You Fast because in the past few months life has really come at me like work family everything don't even let me start because if I start to talk (laughs) we'll not finish so anyways but for real for real for real I'm so sorry and I really really missed doing this I can't even lie I didn't know how much you know how much of therapy it was for me and I'm so grateful for everyone that reached out I'm grateful for the people that kept messaging me and asking me mommy stuff like I really like talking about being a mom and like motherhood stuff and my like birth experience and all of that it's not even it's not a chore for me it just flows and it's really really cool so anyways this podcast uh, a few people have said that i should talk about my birth story because i i never got to that well some people said i should talk about traveling with a baby so i'll start with my birth story i don't think uh, if i well if i can do traveling with a baby or if not i'll just do a post on this because recently i traveled with my son and i saw terrible things like the flights <laughs> it was not a holiday the flights was so bad you know what let me not even start okay let me just talk about my birth story because if i don't do it now it's pointless my son will be one next month so it's it's going to be like a whole year since it happened let me just talk about it so congratulations to my friends a few of my friends just had their babies and i'm so glad to welcome them to the mommy club yes it's a thing and i just found <laughs> another mom that has a podcast as well shout out to berida cara if i am right yeah shout out to zainab <laughs> my darling for mamas she has been <laughs> she has been on my case shout out to what am i doing shout out well <laughs> as the spirit leads shout out to titi lola my my son's mother thank you so much shout out to toby 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 i love you so much thank you shout out to mama michelle you guys are amazing like this most of these people i've not even met but they've been like upholding me in this journey because motherhood is a lonely journey i say that almost every time i talk to someone a lot of times i just feel like i'm by myself but anyways, let's not be morose. This podcast, this episode, I mean, it's not about sadness. It's about real life. Okay, so the thing is, when people say that after you have a baby, you forget the pain. I think it's true because I know it was a lot of pain because I didn't have an epidural and I had a vaginal birth. 
and all of that but i don't remember i just knew it was bad but i don't remember what it felt like am i alone you guys should let me know in the comments and you know and all of that so i had my baby on october 27th in case you're wondering that's my son's birthday you can send us a gift we are very excited and we're looking forward to it so um but then that was the day i became 39 weeks i really did not want to get to 40 because i had so many things that once you get to 40 you get to 41 that once you clock 40 you definitely get 41 and i was tired i was exhausted i was tired of being pregnant it felt like 10 years of pregnancy and i was just like oh guy you need to come out you this boy so I had my baby the day I clocked 39 weeks exactly. So I know that a friend of mine, um, Wura, I know you probably listen, so shout out to you too. <laughs> she, we, our um, EDD was kind of similar. So she had a baby before me. And I was just like, God, uh, she has already had a baby like me too. I just want this baby to come out. So I kept asking her what she did. And you know, she told me that she was taking long walks, she was eating dates. And I had read pineapples, castor oil. You know, when I asked my doctor about pineapples, he said they don't work. That I shouldn't even bother. So I started taking walks to you guys. I started walking like five kilometers in a day. So I said, okay, did I say five kilometers? I think I was exaggerating. I was doing like three kilometers every day. Sometimes five, honestly, because I was always tracking on my Apple Watch. And I was just really walking. I'll, after I walk, I'll feel like a stabbing pain in my belly like just above just above my vagina and you know i'll be like oh my god am i doing this right but you know i read so much and they kept saying just keep walking just keep walking so i did that for like two weeks no no for like a week and then i was eating dates i was eating dates like i was eating like 10 in a day i'm sure i had like <laughs> much sugar rush so i kept doing that and on it was a saturday in the morning 2 a.m i just I, I just woke up and i felt contraction i didn't know what contractions felt like exactly but you know i just knew i think you just know i just knew that this is probably what contractions feel like and before that from thursday my mucus plug had been coming out in bits by bits mucus plug is i think what they said is blocking the cervix so once your mucus plug falls your baby's on the way that means the baby's head is already pushing the cervix the monday before that saturday they checked me and saw that i was already 2cm dilated from things i've heard they say it's always better like when you're up close it's always better to tell your doctor to check that the more they put their fist the more it's easy for you to um dilate <laughs> that being said people will put their fist in your vagina like if you're going to have a baby they are going to invade your there's what is privacy privacy is a myth is something you cannot define and you cannot know what it means once you become a mother from your pregnancy let's even start from there from all those pap smears that they're gonna do while you're pregnant that's you know that's where your privacy don't be lost so anyways i continued though i you know i told the doctor to check and check so that i was already two centimeters I was like eh if i'm two centimeters like this i'll just keep walking so that's where my ginger for the walk came 
So that Saturday morning, I started feeling the pain. I started feeling contractions and I had two apps on my phone, Baby Center and The Bump. So I preferred Bump because you know they they tell they they had this 3d thing that shows you what your baby looks like in your belly per time it was really cool but to count my contractions baby center was better so i i started counting my contractions i had read stuff that they said if your contractions are i think one minute long and five minutes apart that's active labor so it wasn't my contractions were not one minute long last last 20 seconds and they were eight minutes apart but guys it will just come it will hold me i won't be able to do anything then it will free me it was just it was like it's pain you can't explain until you feel but you know it's painful but i do remember like i can't explain man this is crazy it's crazy anyways so I, I i kept timing my contractions and for each like if you time your contractions on the baby center app for like six like six contractions it will let you know whether you're in active labor or false labor so one thing i wanted to do was i didn't want to i didn't want to go to the hospital and they'll say oh blah 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 false labor i like the, uh, that was in my hospital if it's false labor you have to pay i think one thousand two hundred dollars and i'm like well this money i can keep it i need to do something nice for myself let me make sure i'm actually in labor before i go to the hospital so you know i stayed at home 2 a.m i already called my husband because he wasn't around then that ah bye 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 this is what i'm feeling this session worry that everything will be fine i tried to go back to sleep because it was 2 a.m it started so i was awake to like 5 so from 5 i tried to sleep till 7 but i couldn't really sleep like i'll be sleeping then the contraction will wake me up i will hold my pillow and it was just me like there were people at home but they were not my family members they were you know they were staying in the house as well so anyways when it was like 10 a.m i was still managing it and i said i should go and take my bath immediately i took my bath guys the contraction stopped i was just like jesus what's this i thought i was already in labor and now googled <laughs> google can be your friend and not your friend anyways so google now said oh that's if you're i said google said well someone on google said that if you're in labor and you what's it called and you take a bath it will relax your muscles and then your labor will probably stop because your body will feel like you're not ready for the baby i think so yeah something like that like it will just relax you and then you won't be on the edge anymore your your body won't go into labor anymore so like god what what have i done then another thing i was doing was i was squatting whenever i take walks when i get home i'll squat it's hard to squat when you're pregnant because your belly is in the way but like just go you can't go the lowest but just go as much as you can you get so i i when i saw that my labor had kind of stopped after i took a bath and i started squatting i started i was squatting aggressively guys i just wanted this baby to come out i like i just needed to be done i couldn't sleep 
I couldn't sleep again. Anytime I wanted to pee while I was like 38, 37 weeks in the midnight, I won't be able to stand up. I'll literally crawl to the bathroom because, you know, my bladder is full. Baby's head is on my bladder. Well, I don't know. But that pain was too much. I just wanted to have this baby. It was the perfect weight already. It was the, it was big enough. What was he waiting for? So I just needed him to be out. So after I took this bath, I started squatting. You know, I was squatting. And, you know, I, I did like 15 squats. Then I, I got tired. Then I did another 15. In the next hour, guys, the way the contraction hit me, I did not, oh my goodness, I did not know what was doing me. As in, it will, I will be walking, it will hit me. I will sit on the floor, hold something. You know, I didn't want to scream because I really wanted to labor at home so that once i get to the hospital push and carry baby Stephanie. i didn't want the hospital to start saying okay so we'll give you this pain med we'll give you this epidural i wasn't you know i didn't want all of that personally you understand no shame in your game if you are having an epidural or if you're having a c-section see baby's baby is different for everybody the epidural in my hospital was $1,500. I wanted to keep the money. <laughs> That's why I didn't have an epidural. Not that I like pain. I just wanted that $1,500 to do what I like. Okay, so all this time that contraction was getting bad, it was already like 2 in the afternoon. You know, so it's not the way contractions work. You can still go about your day, but it will hold you for like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and it will free you. Then you can go ahead. So when it was like two, I was like, see, this baby's coming. Let me eat something. Because once you get to the hospital, they won't let you eat anything again. And you know, you'll be hungry and tired. So I, I said, let me eat something. So I'll have energy to push. But I just knew that this baby has come. So I made noodles and eggs. The other pregnant ladies in the house were like, ah, see, you're already in a lot of pain. Oh. They'll be going to the hospital. I said, they should not worry. So I ate... When it was like 4.30, I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. My husband was already, you know, on the edge because he wasn't with me. He was like, you need to go. Just go to the hospital. You need to go to the hospital. Why are you doing this? He, was, he wasn't even having it. So I went to the hospital and, you know, they... No, no, no. Why am I saying it like that? I've jumped a lot of things. So the person I was supposed to take me to the hospital was not around. I had packed my bags. I packed my bags like two weeks before. You get ordinarily nothing much should be in your bag let me just touch on that so just take um clothes that you would like to wear like two pieces of clothing or three um you probably won't wear them because you'll be wearing the hospital gown but you know when you're coming home it will be nice for you to have options take maybe one um um what do they call onesie yeah all those full pajamas onesie for babies so that when baby's coming home that's what you wear while baby's in the hospital is probably going to wear the hospital clothes or in i think in nigeria you have to take plenty clothes because baby wear they wear their clothes from from like immediately they are born so i had my clothes i had baby's clothes i had um um sanitary pad but i didn't need it because they gave me in the hospital but then i bought these um sanitary pants so it's like underwear but then it's padded like sanitary pad so the ones they give in the hospital is so big and fat and uncomfortable all those grandma grandma and eh, sanitary pad all those ones blue with wings i don't know lady comfort so i think that's what they call it it's very uncomfortable so i, I had bought 
the one I wanted before because people had told me that it's not very comfortable. So I packed this one. I packed like 10 because of course you bleed after having your baby. Packed like 10. I packed charger and um, something for entertainment because hospital TV is horrible. So I took charger and I took my um, iPad and documents. So I, I had a birth plan and I, I took my passports and I took some money because in the hospital in America, you have to fill some forms, you have to do this. So I took my international passports, some of my documents, some money because you pay for some things like baby's pediatrician and all. So it's not a big deal. Then sh- hey, you need to take Sholo um, for baby, like two, because you don't know what the weather will be like. Also, the last thing that I had to carry was cassettes because they won't let you, <laughs> they won't even let you take your baby out of the hospital without a cassette in America. So that was, that's it. That's basically what should be in your bag. Your hospital bag is not, is not a big deal and it's not something to stress over. Fantastic. So anyways, the person that was supposed to take me to the hospital wasn't around. Back to my story. And my bag was packed. So one other pregnant lady, ah, God bless her, wherever she is. Her name is Patience. She just said, okay, she'll call Uber for me and she'll follow me. She was, she was still like five months pregnant. So she still had energy. So she carried, you know, she called an Uber for me. And the hospital to where I was staying is just like eight minutes. So I got to the hospital as I was getting out of the Uber. Shit. One contraction held me. I just told you, driver, I should just give me a moment. The guy was just like, sorry. I think he was like Indian. He kept saying, sorry, sorry. I just got out of the car. Well, people were still in, in the house. were still saying, you are not in labor, Joe. You are not in a lot of pain. That maybe when I get to the hospital, say I'm just three centimeters dilated. But I mean, no, I, I they feel. I think I just have a high threshold for pain. So I know they shout. I know they scream. Anyways got upstairs to the hospital the nurses said i was up i said i'm late but they said no joe that anyways i should come and take my weight so they weighed me while i was on this scale the way one contraction held me i didn't know when i sat on the floor the nurse said oh you're really in labor <laughs> you're in labor i'm sure now she took me to the labor room i changed then i just lay down and you know she checked when she checked i was already seven centimeters i was like yes i just have three cm to go and you know it's time to push this baby and once luckily for me once you are seven centimeters they can't even offer to give you an epidural again so that one that problem don't finish i just knew that see whatever pain i'm feeling i have to enjoy it because i can't even take an epidural again so anyways while I was 7 cm, that's when the real pain started. Oh, I was looking for tears. I could not cry. It was it was sharp painful. Let me not say too much story. It was painful. So I got to the hospital 5.30 when it was like 6. Because my water had not broken. She she put one pin. There's this pin-up ball that they put in between your legs. She put it in between my legs. Then she asked me if I wanted something to sleep. I said, yes, that I, it would be nice to sleep. So she put the funeral bar into my legs and gave me something. But I didn't sleep for more than 15 minutes when the real pain started. Immediately, it was like 15-20 minutes, my water broke. Immediately, my water broke. I felt pain. I just woke up. I started screaming. I said, like, I was just like, I want to push. I want to push. It was like, it was like, 
like i can't explain there was just this urge to get the baby out of me it was just bad i said where's my doctor they said the doctor is not around apparently the doctor was around but i wasn't i was just like 9.5 they wanted me to get to 8 and to 10 exactly but i was already screaming anyways in like 20 20 25 minutes i got to 10 doctor just came bass goes bass oh yeah arranged lifted up my legs god bless the woman i stayed with she just she told she told me how to fold my legs and she held them up like she held one side the nurse another nurse held another side the nurses were fantastic the nurse was just like don't worry i have 10 children i gave birth to them myself vaginally you're gonna do great this is not difficult i'm like jesus 10 <laughs> respect <laughs> i'm gonna happen anyways so the woman folded my legs and held it then the doctor now said I should push. You know, now nah, I've watched too much Nigerian film. I just pushed. I did. She said, "What are you doing? That's not how to push." So the woman told me to put my chin, like fold my chin, and make sure my chin is touching my chest. Then I should push and not make noise. That if I make noise, I'll be wasting my energy. I should just push, like you know, like I need something to come out of me and all of that. And then. I didn't okay I forgot to mention I was chewing on ice as I was feeling pain the woman will put ice in my mouth I'll chew on ice I'll feel better chewing on ice really really helped me so when it was time to push I was chewing on ice as well the doctor just said okay push you know I put my chin on my chest just grunted I didn't shout I grunted push the first time okay great this is looking nice I was already you know I was feeling feeling better bit by bit bit by bit then I pushed the second time, and God, I was so relieved. That's when baby just came out. Uh, by, I got to like five. By eight thirty, he was born. You get, and I felt so relieved. The all the pain disappeared. Okay, then I had to push out the placenta. That was done almost immediately. Oh, I had a tear as well. The doctor had to stitch me up. It was. They said it was a. I think second degree tear, so it wasn't so bad. They gave me things for it and all of that. So that's really my birth story. It was really painful. But it's not pain you can explain. And it's not pain you can't endure. That's I I can't explain, Sha. But that's that's what I think. And you know, it was nice. I saw my son, he weighed three point six kg. It was yellow. <laughs> I was just relieved for it to be done and for my baby to be out. And I was just so grateful to God that everything went smoothly and all of that. So they gave me something for the tear, of course. There was one spray that I had to be spraying on it. And ah, uh, man, me and the woman is noisy. Ah. I'm just remembering all the cream, all the spray, all the one bottle like that that I had to be using before that the stitches dissolved. Also, they said it's not advisable to sit in hot water. That is warm water. You're supposed to sit in warm. That if you sit in hot water, it's like you're cooking the meat there. That's supposed to be warm water. Sit back with salt. Because in Nigeria, I know that it's hot water. They tell you to sit inside. Also, the Indian nurse that I had she did this um massage for my stomach the next day after i had the baby so it made me bleed very well and i believe it's one of the things that made my stomach you know go flat very fast 
anyways that's my birth story if you have any questions regarding please do um you can send me a dm or you can drop a comment you can you can just reach me man i'm very very accessible i'm not a celebrity yet so i'm very accessible that's the point okay so that's it for my first story i know i couldn't talk about traveling with a kid maybe that's what i'll do next but guys 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 let me tell you something this girl is back like with full force i'm not even going mia again i just needed to arrange a few things and it's kind of arranged so thanks for listening it's always 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 a pleasure sharing my journey and you know my motherhood drama with everyone i hope you know you were able to learn a few things and i hope you share with a pregnant mama she has nothing to worry about she was designed for it you get if she decides to ask yes mm-hmm. if she decides to push out mm-hmm. if she decides to use an epidural her body was designed for whatever decision she wants to make and see perfect time to address this in nigeria when they say they had to see they will know you uh, you had a cs a yeah what is a yeah if the person had a c-section is a way to give birth there's nothing like oh she gave birth naturally they are both natural do you understand some people want to have a c-section it's not a big deal it's not a stigma it doesn't make you less of a woman if you had a cs than someone that pushed out a baby from her for jj so guys it's not that deep please let's stop you know um um let's stop crowning suffering as a strong woman no guys it's not really a big deal it is it takes even strength to heal from a c-section so whether you know you're healing from your stitches down there or your stitches on your belly same old same old man it is what it is thanks for listening guys Have a good one.